Welcome to Why Does It Matter? Season 3, uh, exploring prayer. Why does prayer matter? Uh, prayer isn't an add-on to the Christian life. Prayer isn't something just for when we're in tough times. It's not a shopping list, but prayer is our daily walk, the breathing in and out uh, relationship with God. And the Bible tells us to pray continually. And over these next few sessions, we're going to explore how we can pray continually. I think from a worldly point of view obviously that that's the way in which you want to be because to be the best person you can but from a christian point of view that's all obviously just dependence on self yeah and that's not that's not what prayer is no, 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 no. always is not about building our own positivity beefing not at ourselves all. yeah re- re- rejoicing always is about shifting the gaze from ourselves but instead onto god exactly All right, last week we learned a bit about uh, what misconceptions are uh, within um, prayer life, within um, how we pray and what to pray. Uh, but this week we'll look a bit about how we can pray. Yeah, we, we said that we, we sometimes don't really teach one another how to pray, but the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And uh, I'll, I'll, there's a, a verse that I think is really helpful in Scripture that can be a really helpful way that we learn how to pray uh, and it's three verses it's it's 1 Thessalonians 5 16 through 18 and it simply says rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances and so let's look at each of those three things what does it mean to rejoice always to pray continually and to give thanks in all circumstances because I think these are both a really good framework for the way that we live our lives mm. as disciples apprentices of Jesus Christ but also as a way of learning to pray. These three things are really helpful. So today we're going to start with them with rejoice always. I love this verse, you know why? Because um, I use it when my mum's frustrated at me. I say, just rejoice always. And she gets so which mad. Which is helpful. It has the opposite effect. It's also good for a memory verse, isn't it? Yeah, can, yeah. can you do any memory verses? Yes, rejoice always. It's two <laughs> words. Great, I've memorised it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, rejoice always. It's always something that um, I think uh, we're reminded of uh, in sermons. It was something that is very um, prevalent of of Paul's ministry. He would say a lot in his epistles, right? Mm. Um, and it's something that always gets me in the Psalms. Now, I'm not a fan of the Psalms, not because I don't think it's good. Obviously, the Bible's good. <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble. We've talked about this a lot, though, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. about literary style, isn't it? Psalms are, are, are poetry. The songs. I love the Psalms. Yeah, um, I absolutely love them. But yeah, you don't connect I, in the same I just, way. Do you? Yeah, Proverbs is brilliant because it's got the mixture of facts with the poetry. So I love Proverbs. Um, going into Ecclesiastes, that kind of stuff. But with uh, with Psalms, I, I do struggle. Um, but one thing I think about David when he writes the Psalms and the other psalmists as well is no matter what troubles they're going through, no matter how bad situation they're in, um, and yeah, just, just the, the things around them, they always make sure they're rejoicing um, about God first. Um, and sometimes last as well, which I always love the sandwich uh, in Psalms, and and I always and then thinking about Psalm 117, you know those two verses. That's just praising God, and I think it's a lovely lifestyle to have. Um, t- uh, 
because I guess the Psalms are basically his prayers, you know, uh, the majority of them. And, and as we are looking at prayers, our prayers need to be rejoicing always. Yeah, and, and the, I mean, the Psalms are great because they there's almost a call to ourselves to pray to, you know, praise the Lord, my soul, or bless the Lord, oh, my soul, which is popular in a, in a kind of song in a minute, isn't yeah. it? And, but there's almost that calling of ourselves to to rejoice, to to look for something to say, Lord, we celebrate this. You know, even if life is tough or, or life is great, Lord, we can rejoice because joy, which is what rejoice comes from, joy isn't an emotion. Happiness is an emotion. and yeah. But actually joy is about an inner peace. It's about a... A, a, a knowing a, a kind of satisfaction knowing that whether we're in the storms of life or in the great things of life we can rejoice because god is with us god is faithful there's some truths that we can call upon and, and that's where the psalms are great mm. for this because the psalms do talk about this there's some really difficult stuff but they also talk about the the, the, the things of god that are steadfast that aren't going to move yeah. you know god's love god's faithfulness the things that god has done in the past mm. And so maybe one of the things that will really help us in our prayer life is uh, is to rejoice, <laughs> to, to call ourselves to celebrate something about God, and 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 this doesn't need to be in you know this, this can be in any situation, the good times or tough times of life. It's simply calling upon something that we can celebrate of the person of God and who He is. Lord, I rejoice that You created the stars and the moon. Lord, I rejoice uh, that You created the the depths of the ocean. Lord, I rejoice that You love me. Lord, I rejoice that that you're here with us loads yeah. of things that we can simply call upon simple facts simple truths that call ourselves to fix our, our our gaze upon god again to to gather our scattered thoughts and focus again uh, upon the god and creator of the universe yeah i like that and especially when you said about the inner peace as well like literally uh, this sunday in in uh, hope kids we, we were looking at um the the peace in our troubled sea you know looking at that song my lighthouse mm. um and we were we were looking in uh, i think it was john six i wasn't there so i'm i'm just um playing this by um memory but it, it was when um uh, jesus was about to it was telling the disciples that he was going to leave them but he was going to bring the holy spirit for them in which to to dwell in them uh, and one of them was to give them peace and, and that comfort that they needed now contentment in christ is such a big thing for us as christians um uh is a guy that i am uh, i'm accountable to a accountability partner uh, he struggles with this it is one thing that i found really interesting which i don't it is the the contentment in christ now i'm not talking about being happy all the time like having a smile on your face having that two-faced sided you know uh that we get called as I guess hypocrite in one sense, you know. It's not about that. We can ha show emotion, uh, it's, but it's being having that inner peace that we were talking about, having that contentment in Christ and in, in whatever situations we're we're going through, and that comes by rejoicing always, you know, uh, in in the character of Christ, in the the uh, incredibleness of of God, if that's even a word. But um, looking at the the character of who God is, and and I think that's the reason why David and all the other psalmists how they could have so much contentment within their situations because they made sure that rejoicing god was their priority yeah and even when when the disciples asked jesus lord teach us how to pray and jesus taught them what we know is the lord's prayer the first thing jesus taught them to do is to fix their eyes upon god mm. our father in heaven hallowed. hallowed be your name yeah you know that unchanging truth number one god i can call you father <laughs> that you're in heaven uh, and that you are holy you know, three things there in that, that little two lines that fix our eyes on God, which causes us to, to rejoice. 
One thing that's really tricky, though, um, in these three verses, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoicing and thankfulness can actually be quite um, hard to distinguish sometimes, can't they? Yeah, 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 because... I guess if we're looking at rejoice always, this is in our continuous life, isn't it? We've given thanks in all circumstances. That is when it comes hard times and good times. And again, that's still life, but it's looking, it's more intricate situations, isn't it, really? I think it's all intertwined in some yeah. ways. So like what you were saying in that last episode about kind of, it's just something you do is you just pray before you you eat it it's just about being thankful yeah but actually that that thankfulness leads to rejoicing yeah we rejoice that we've got some food um and but also rejoicing leads us to thankfulness when we find something that we rejoice in whether it's something incredible that's happened in our day or whether it's one of the unchanging truths of god when we rejoice we're naturally thankful about that thing as well so mm-hmm. you know when we're thankful it leads us to rejoice when we rejoice it leads us to be thankful uh, and when we lead a life where we're constantly rejoicing in things looking for things to rejoice in or when we lead a life that is 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 looking for things to constantly be be thankful in, you know that that leads us to rejoice. And what that ends up doing is it, it causes us to pray continually to do that middle thing of those three verses. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just um, in in our, the little coffee shop that we we go to just near uh, near where the church is here, um, I noticed on their kind of um, blackboard that they have outside this morning that the chalkboard it, it said on it name three things that you're thankful for this morning. Mm, yeah. And I thought that's a really cool thing because when we teach people to pray, that's one of the things we sometimes say. Just think of three things before you ask God for anything. Three things that you're yeah. thankful for. And actually, I rejoice that I saw that written on there in the context of not church, not anything else. Um, and I just thought it's a really cool thing. And when we're thankful, we rejoice. And when we rejoice. We are thankful, and when we do those things, yeah. we naturally find that we're praying continually because we're rejoicing. We're saying thank you to God. We're saying thank you to God. We're rejoicing that God is with us, or He's provided, or whatever it may be. Yeah, like I like that. And let let me just uh, mention a bit more and talk into that a bit about that that board uh, example because that goes into the the well thinking of. Um, I'm sure there's a name for it when it's positive thinking all the time. Mm-hmm. Is there a name for that? positivity yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> or something like that you know um um oh mindfulness maybe or something like that um but it's always looking at the positives of the world you have these motivational speakers all around the world on social media and um, it's telling people like when they get up in the morning and say you are beautiful you are strong you are courageous Thanks. these kind Very of things you. thank you well, <laughs> well it was to me actually <laughs> but um it's it's this thinking of being positive all the time and so that when you come into certain situations you're ready in order to be positive to and and I think from a worldly point of view, obviously that that's the way in which you want to be because to be the best person you can. But from a Christian point of view, that's all obviously just dependent on self. Yeah, and that's not that's not what prayer is. No, right? no, Rejoice no. always is not about building our own positivity, beefing not at ourselves. All. Yeah. Re- re- rejoicing always is about shifting the gaze from ourselves, but instead onto God. Exactly. And if we're in that mentality of rejoicing God always just like the world, how they rejoice themselves always uh, are able to re- respond positively. Think how we are able to reflect God's glory, God's power, you know, within our lives and, and be the light and salt of the earth. If, if that's always our thinking, it changes our hearts and our minds and we're able to be a witness in that way because it shapes us, it conforms us, we're renewing our mind in the right way. And I think it's really important to say at this point as well, you know, this isn't about what what you mentioned before about kind of a 
a hypocritical, two-faced. Yeah. I'm always fine. I'm always nice. I'm always, you know, it's not. It's not about that kind of thing. Life is always good. It's not about pretending life's not tough at times. It's about the acknowledgement that yeah, life is really hard at times. Mm. But what we rejoice in is the fact that we have an unchanging God who is with us even in the toughest of situations, that we we can rejoice in those truths of God even when life is really tough. Mm. It's not about covering over those things. It's about saying, Lord, life is hard right now. Mm. Lord, whatever it is that we're going through, it's been really tough. But Lord, I thank you that I've got your word. I thank you that there's a church family around me. I thank you that, that, that you know, even if I'm on my own, that you're here with me, whatever it may be. And we can rejoice in those things, yet acknowledging that, that the pain and difficulty of situations, it's not about a false kind of, telling yourself in the mirror that everything's fine. Yeah, I like that. I also think rejoicing um shifts our focus um from from do it from ourself in the sense that um I think it's Exodus 20, right? Um where when the commandments come uh, in the Bible, uh, God says, um, I am the Lord your God um who um brought you out of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he lists the Ten Commandments. He never, God never says, "Do this, and I'll do this for you." Brought you out of Egypt. Um, yeah, yeah. So I brought you out of Egypt. Yeah, there you go. I, my verse memory is good, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as well in the epistles, we see the the um, blessings that um, Christ did for us on the cross, and then it's talked about the things in which we we should do in our life, and and we see that in Romans, we see that in in the majority of the epistles, and it's all about what god did for us and then what we can do and sometimes the the what happens in our world and the different um i guess views that that people have is they shift and um, the salvation to to works based and it's all about if we do this then god will do that for us we're con- i guess we're changing around the the idea of what the gospel is now that that rejoice always nature of us would produce that works within us in the right sense of the works you know that james uh, what james talks about the the faith without works is is dead that kind of that kind of works that the the rejoice that produces us uh, the the faith sorry that produces um the works within us and i and i think that's a beautiful way of looking at it because what god has done what, what who god is of, of looking at that prayer our father um hallowed be your name let me go and do this for you. Let me serve you in this way. So finding some things to rejoice in, those unchanging truths of God, that, that noticing the small things and the big things of what God has done is, is a really helpful way in our prayer life to, mm. to rejoice always. It naturally leads us to be thankful. And when we're thankful, it naturally leads us to rejoice. And what that helps us to do is to, to pray continually. I want to leave us with some words that Paul wrote in, um, in Philippians chapter 4 today from verse 4. Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.